You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Comics with My Kids, the official podcast for the comicscornerbox.blogspot.com, where you can get reviews of comics for the whole family. I'm your host, Matt D. With me today is... Logan D. So, Logan, did you know... Do you know what uh, today's episode is? Hi, Lo. Uh, besides that, this is episode 50, the big five zero. Can you believe that we have 49 other episodes before this one? I can't believe we forgot to do the raffle we were talking about. That's okay. Don't worry about the raffle. When are we going to do that? A hundred? Maybe. Um, so, since this is our 50th episode, we decided to go back to a storyline that we all like, and that is Hilo. Uh, in particular, Book 8, Gina's Big Secret, written and drawn by Judd Winnick. So, Logan... You've read the first seven books of the Hilo series. Did you want to give us a recap, or you want me to? You go ahead. Okay, so here we go. We're going to do this as quick as possible. The story so far. There is a boy named Daniel Jackson Lim, or DJ for short, in a family full of kids that can do everything from play musical instruments, study advanced mathematics, and dance ballet. DJ sees himself as only able to be a good friend. On a day that DJ feels very lonely because his best friend Gina had moved away from their hometown, DJ sees a meteor strike the Earth. Boom. When DJ investigates, he finds a small boy in the crater wearing nothing but silver underpants. DJ takes the strange boy home and learns the boy has amnesia and occasionally gets pieces of his memory back. This boy eventually remembers that his name is Hilo and that he is from another dimension and that he isn't the only thing that fell to Earth. Mechanical monsters and pieces of something bigger had been falling through portals all over DJ's hometown of Burke County. Hilo must stop these mechanical menaces in order for this world to survive from a being called Razor Wark. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> in defending the planet, Hilo discovers that he has superhuman powers. Dun, dun, dun. Like, like laser blasts <laughs> from his hands. Then, just when DJ starts to get to know his new friend Hilo, his old friend Gina comes back to live in their hometown. Hola! We also learn that Hilo isn't a superhuman boy, but a robot, and that he was built to help humans and also to defend humans from Razor Wark. Dun dun <laughs> Eventually, other creatures cross the dimensions, in particular, a magical cat named Pally from a place called Ocean. Hola! She lands on Earth. This cat helps out Hilo and his friends, and they form a Scooby gang to help defend the Earth from robots, monsters, and strange grass-like creatures. Eventually, the team fights off the bad guys that Razor Wark. Dun, dun, dun. Why do you keep trying to hit me? No, I'm <laughs> giving you the signal to stop. <laughs> Has sent... Okay, so... <laughs> All right. Eventually, the team fights off the bad guys that Razor Wark. Has sent as well as help Pally with the troubles that she has back in Ocean, with a species of lizard dinosaur thingies called Scale Tails. Of course, in order to save the day, Hilo must send everything back through the portal 
and Gina is sucked into and stuck on the planet Ocean. Where the bad guys are as dumb as a pile of hammers. <laughs> well, actually, they're dumber than a pile of hammers. Pile of hammers are smarter than lizards. Yep. Hilo and DJ try to find a way to save Gina. They do, they do find a way to cross the dimensions and wind up on Ocean several months after Gina got pulled through. Oh, no! While on Ocean, Gina learned how to manipulate magic and become a sorceress. The kids make their way back to Earth only to find a group of magical beings called the Nestors. They manage to help the Nestors, but in doing so, the Nestors travel back in time and screw with Earth's past. Now, Earth is a magical place with magical creatures, and Gina is convinced she's the cause of it all. Now it's up to her to save the world. That brings us up to this book. Oh, and throughout their adventures, Hilo has been turned into a real boy. However, unlike Pinocchio, he still has some cool powers. Now, on to the next chapter. Hilo, Book 8. Gina and the Big Secret. These are chapters? Well, yeah, it's overall chapters of the book. So. Oh. All right, Logan. So how does this book start off? And what adventures awaits our crew? Well, it first start it first starts off with the uh normal introduction, but instead of it being DJ starting it off, uh this time it's Gina. So she's now the new leader. And they and this like setting of the book where they start off is inside this weird bubble that Gina created, which protected them when the world got changed. So now the wor- now like you said, the world is magical. They are the and they, because of that bubble, nothing affected them. Like, if something were to happen, like, something attacked their houses and burned down, and they were supposed to be in it, that shield bubble would have prevented them. Okay. And then what happens after, uh, at, after the intro? Then you, then, uh, they look around the new world and see it looks a lot like their old world. And Hilo Hat starts off on the wrong approach. He walks up to some random aliens and starts asking questions. Ah, but and one of his top questions was, "Do you have mangoes?" <laughs> right, because one of the things that's big in the book is that uh, Hilo loves mangoes, and he's a good, uh, got good jokes. So you mentioned that he goes up to somebody. How does he greet them? He uh, walks up to them and starts yelling. Yeah, because his favorite greeting is the ah. So after he uh, starts off on the wrong foot, what then? What then well, happens? He doesn't act. He doesn't act to say ah. He goes, "How do you do, buckaroos?" Yep. Okay. So. How does the story progress from there? What do we learn about this new uh, this new magical Earth? That um, Gina's house is still there, but Daniel Jackson Lim DJ's is not. Okay. And then what else do we learn about the world? Um, that people that the, some people are still there, like Gina's family is there still, like her dad's there. They see her dad at the beginning. Yep. And they also see the rest of her family. Um, don't we also see her sisters? And purple trees. Yeah. So, what else do we learn about, about this magical world? Who really has... Do the humans have magic, or what about the, the, the magical creatures? The magical creatures. And then who do they run into just before curfew? Uh, some, some like, the, like the guards. And they found a way to get out of it. They Hilo caused a distraction with some jokes. Yeah. So what's some of the what was one of the what was one of those jokes that you liked? How does a penguin build its house? I don't know. How did the penguin build its house? It glues it together. Ah. It seems like this story kind of has surprises around every corner. 
without giving away a big reveal at the end, is there something that you found surprising in the book? That the sisters are nice. Yeah, sisters are nice. And also something else that I find really um, surprising is I forgot one of the jokes. Okay. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Uh, I know this answer because it's my favorite joke in the book as well. Ten tickles. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of the things that I found surprising is that the world isn't controlled by the humans anymore. It's controlled by the magical beings. In particular, a new monarchy. You remember what a monarchy is? Yeah. It's a monarchy. It's like a king or queen. Right. He, and they're going to have a coronation for some twins. And do you remember why they why the twins are going to be a monarch instead of just one of them? Because they're twins. They can't figure out who's first. Right. They can't. The mother doesn't remember who was born first, which I think is kind of funny because I think I'm sure that uh, mothers across the across the world would know who was born first. I just find it funny that she was trying this, to do other things. Yeah, she's like, I was doing other things. I could never, I couldn't remember who was born first. So, what do you think of this new Earth compared to the original one we got? Um. Well, compare from the first book to the four, to the eighth book. If you just read those two, nothing would make sense. Okay, yeah, but what do you think about this world, this this new magical Earth? Cool. So would you like to live in it? Not really. Why is that? Because it's dangerous. Yeah. And it seems like the humans are kind of like pushed off to the side, and the magical creatures are... I mean, there's whole ports in there where you find out that magical creatures are like doing things to the humans, like they, the one... The one uh, monarch ended up, uh, what was it, dehydrating a, uh, a florist? Yeah, but the florist was an alien. I don't think she was an alien so much as she was a magical creature. But still, the fact that they would just dehydrate a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know I'm certainly worried about the two limb characters, uh, Daniel and his sister, because uh, they, they, their family isn't there in this, in this earth. I'm hoping that they'll get their family back. I also hope that our team can stop the evil monarchy family uh, that's ruling the earth with an iron fist. What do you think about this uh, this monarchy? One's, one's an idiot and the one's always aggravating the idiot. <laughs> yeah. They kind of definitely have a civil sibling rivalry going on. All siblings, too. Take me and Melody, for example. Yeah. Is it just me, or are there a few lines in this book that kind of reminds me, reminds you of the original Star Wars? I didn't you... see the original Star Wars. Oh, you have. You just don't remember it? Once upon a time, I did. Yeah. Well, there's there's two lines, and I'm going to say one of the lines that won't, that hopefully won't uh, Make sense. give away the ending. But uh, a certain character says... Now, that's a name I've not heard in a long time, which I think is funny because that's the exact same thing that Ben Kenobi says to Luke Skywalker when he says he's looking for Obi-Wan Kenobi. I got a feeling that Jud- Judd Winnick is a big uh, Star Wars fan as well. So, Logan, who's your favorite character in this book? Um, Hilo. Yeah, and why do you like Hilo so much? Uh, I just think he's funny. Yeah? And I also like how they name the chapters. Like, Chapter 8 is called, Oh, for Pity's Sake. Yeah. 
Are there any other characters that you like? Um, I also like, I can't remember what his name is, the little cat. Oh, Pip. Pip Squeak. Pip. Now, we, I had mentioned in the recap that there's a character named Polly. Polly is actually my favorite character. Um, I think she's a fun character, and the way that Jed Winnick writes her dialogue, I can't help but say it out loud with a Scottish accent. And what's really neat is because Polly's a, what is it, second level apprentice now, she has to take on her own apprentice. And that apprentice is her little brother, Philip. Uh, what's his full name? Do you remember? Ooh. Uh, Pip's full name. Yeah. It's somewhere when we first meet uh, Polly again. When she shows up on the New Earth. It's like after the crystal ball breaks open. Polly shows up, and what's really neat about I'm gonna I'm just gonna like talk until you can find it. But what's really neat is that the uh, the character Pip is always hungry and always eating stuff. Yeah. So what's Pip's name? Philip Ingvagnidis Sebastian Kamriako. Good luck pronouncing that. All right, say this: Philip Ignatius 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 Sebastian Sebastian Korimako. Korimako. All right. I do think he's funny. So what are some of the funny things that, that uh, Pip does? Uh, well, I don't really want to give this away, but uh, did you see this? Yes, I did see that. The after scene's funny. Yeah, it's the credit page. Yeah. Not really giving away any, any ending to the book. Well, on the credit page, um, Philip, um says, we're out of this, whatever, we're out of whatever this was, because I ate it. And then, um, behind her, behind him, what's, what's her name again? Uh, it's DJ's sister, I can't remember yeah. what her name is. Nor can I. And what's funny is, the way that, um, Judd, Judd Winnick draws, um, Daniel's sister, she's wearing a bandana, the same color as Gina, so I, I sometimes get get the two characters confused when they're in, when, when they're in different panels. After uh, Philip said, we're out of this, we're out of whatever this is because I ate it, uh, she said, he drank three quarts of ranch dressing. <laughs> I can think of, I can think of a few people in our house that would, well, I can think of one person in our house that would drink ranch dressing. Gladly. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about the artwork. What do you think about this, the art style? How does it compare to the, to other comics that you've read? I like how they like make the eyes change like shapes. So at some points, like Kylo's eyes are little black dots, or at other points, it's like something's happening. His eyes go really big. I gotta say, I really like the style that Judd uses in this book. It's uh, kind of reminds me of, like old cartoons, uh, you know, like Garfield or you know. I know you haven't read them, but there was these comic strips called Calvin and Hobbes, and it was very cartoony. And I, I, I like his the way he's his style of cartoony. Um, backgrounds are it's very uh very clean very very colorful anything more you want to add about this book no all right so if you got a chance to talk with judd winnick in person or on this podcast is there anything you would like to ask him about hilo what inspired him yeah okay uh all right buddy well are you ready for the rating a little yeah. book. All right. 
So our rating normally is buy, borrow, or forget about it. But I decided to change forget about it to bust because that way we'd have three Bs, buy, borrow, and bust. So listeners, here's the rating breakdown. The story is a buy if we feel like the story and art are so good that someone would read it again and again and again until the book is in tatters. Borrow if we feel the story is good, maybe the art is, is okay, but we would really only read it once or twice, and we borrow it from the public library or a friend. And then bust, well, like it isn't worth picking this up, and you should probably just wait until your language arts teacher makes you read it. So, Logan, after our talk about the book and the breakdown you gave, uh, what would you give this book? Bye. Bye? Well, you know what? I would give this book a buy as well. In fact, I would give the whole series a buy. Didn't you already said that, though, and all the other ones we did, you called it a buy. Well, yeah. So, I'm just saying again that it's a really good book to read, and, you know, I think it's fun for the whole family. The art is fantastic. Like I said before, it's got that fun cartoon style and some great establishing backgrounds. A uh, pretty simplistic style that manages to convey the emotions of the characters, like you said, with the different eyes. Like, you know, the action-y bits are really, really fun and entertaining. Uh, the story gives us a great sense of high points of the characters, and then it gives some real emotional breakdowns. And it teaches us about taking ownerships for our, our mistakes and doing the right thing to fix them. Why do you give it a buy? Um, Sorry. I give it a buy because I... Because it's really funny, and I like jokes. Gotcha. Well, folks, that's all we have time for for Hilo Book 8, Gina and the Big Secret. Come back next time, and we'll be talking about another great kids' comic. In fact, Logan, is there anything in particular that you'd want to read for the next episode? Wings of Fire, as I've said before. Okay. Also, don't forget to check out our Facebook page, Comics with My Kids podcast slash the Comics Corner Box. Drop us an email at comicswithmykidspodcasts at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at comicswithmykids. Not to mention our website, thecomicscornerbox.blogspot.com. And finally, give us, a re- give us a rating or review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser. In particular, check out our URL on Podchaser at uh, www.podchaser.com slash comicswithmykids. Your ratings help our show. Also, we should mention that we are giving away comics, in particular some free manga samplers for the first five people to email us before June 1st, 2023. So if you want something free and fun, send us an email at the address we mentioned earlier. Or take a look at the contact info in our show notes. Well, I'm Matt D. And I'm Logan D. Have yourselves a great night. Anything else? Beep. Maybe. Beep, beep. Hey, Logan. Hmm. How do you make an octopus laugh? By giving it ten people. Hilo and DJ try to find a way to save Gina.
they do find a way to cross the dimensions and wind up in Oshun several months after Gina got pulled through. While on Oshun, Gina learned how to manipulate magic and became a sorceress. Dun, dun, dun. The kids make their way back to Earth only to find a group of magical beings called Nestors. They manage to help the Nestors, but in doing so, the Nestors travel back in time to screw with Earth's past. Now Earth oh. is a magical place with Stop. magical creatures. I'm going to stop you right there. You stopped at book two and went to book six. That's fine. It's just a recap. You didn't even bring in Izzy. She, she okay, came well, in here I, and died before I had to, that happened. I'm, I'm just giving a, a broad overall story. I, I, I didn't include Izzy because it, it would just turned, grow up onto other she tangents. She turned title human. Well, do you, let me finish reading the thing, okay? Fine. I sent this to you so you could read it. I was hoping you'd take a look at it before we recorded. All right, so where was I at? All right, I'm going to go back up to here. So, now. 